Welcome to a brand new episode of So What'd You Think? Um, today is a very special episode. We're actually doing something very different this week. Um, we're doing another music episode. So what that means, for those who don't know, um, I brought on a guest, and we're going to show each other some songs that one of us hasn't heard. So the uh, one person will know this song, the other person will not. Um, we'll play this song live on air, we'll listen to it, and then we'll give our immediate thoughts to it. Well, let me introduce my guest. This is Daniel. Say hi. I'm Daniel. Hello, world. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Of course. Um, I'm excited for this. Yeah, um, I think this will be a really good episode because I think uh, we kind of have some different music tastes. Definitely. Um, Definitely. And I think this is a fun challenge to find um, kind of the overlap in our music yeah. taste. Um, where like a Venn diagram <laughs> overlaps. Yeah. That's where we're going to play that, songs. Hopefully. That little overlap. Um, yeah, so some of my songs, just to like a general going into it, um, I think a lot of my songs are like kind of poppy but mm -hmm. like a little more my type of music i think mm -hmm. but i want to see like if you like any of them i think like i'm trying totally. to like stretch our little venn diagram a little yeah a little i think we're I both think. gonna stretch each other's musical taste this week which yeah. is gonna be fun <laughs> that's the goal yeah, yeah hopefully i'm down to be open-minded and hear some new music let's um, do it yeah so yeah daniel you got it you want you got yeah, first song. so i'm gonna kick it off uh nick has never heard this song but he knows both the artists it's uh -huh. by omar apollo and dominique fike um and it's called hit me up and mm -hmm. let's just let's just jump into it you yeah ready? yeah let's just play the song all right perfect here we go here we go Some time I'm abusing. Change my mind if you ever switch it up. Get it, but pulling up, pulling up in my car. All my friends coming down. Say you won't, say you won't, Robert B. To the radio, baby. Whooping the corners like we're running from the sun. The whip is turning different colors, and you're taking on changes. Wish I could see you come around and fill you up. Waiting for you, baby. Just me up. Breaking what you gave me was good enough. What you gave me was good enough. Wish I could see you come around like one more time. Fading like dumb it down. Overcooked just like summertime. Baby, it's double down. I bet you will fuck with me now.
All right, all right. Yeah, that was uh, Hit Me Up by Omar Apollo and Dominic Fike. Yes, it was. Um, yeah. All, um, right. all right, Nick, what's your first impressions? <laughs> so what I think, um, yeah, that's really good. Um, so yeah, like you said, I knew both of the artists before, mm-hmm. and I actually saw Dominic Fike and Omar Apollo separately at Camp Flogna last weekend, um, and they're, they're both cool. very Did they play together performer. or separate performances? Um, they played separate performances, yeah. 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 Okay, um, cool. But yeah, they're both incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. I think Dominic Fike's voice is just like, he's really good at like not only having the energy, but just like mm-hmm. filling a stadium with it. Like he just fills cool. a place with He's got the talent. stage presence. He's really got the stage presence. That's and then Omar good. Apollo is like a crazy dancer and he wears like these sparkly <laughs> like jackets and stuff. And That's dope. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Um, yeah, this song was really good. Um, yeah. It's really catchy. It. It's really groovy. Um, really groovy. Yeah, it's definitely something that gets like stuck in your head, I feel like. Totally. Um, it's got some, I think it's got hooks like all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. Like that intro that when that baseline comes at the, at the beginning, like I remember that right away. Mm-hmm. And then the, the baseline is crazy. And then when the chorus comes in, you're like, oh, okay. I remember this like immediately <laughs> after the first chorus. Right. Um, and then, yeah, because by the second chorus, I was like singing yeah, along. Yeah, you're already like, singing along. Yeah. And that's when you know, like, it's, that's a, when it's a really good hook. Yeah, that's true. I think if, you, yeah, if an audience can like, capture like if they can be a part of the song like if they totally. feel included in the song and in the first listen i think that's like a really it's, it's hard to do it's really it's hard impressive. to do yeah but it's cool when it happens mm-hmm. sure. and then it changes it up because dominic fight takes the, like the second verse and it's kind of half rap half verse mm-hmm. um which i really like yeah because a lot of dominic fight's other music isn't always super rap heavy too yeah like it kind of yeah, depends yeah. um but yeah it was cool it's a good feature like they both clearly can collaborate they fit really, really well, well. yeah, yeah. um yeah, it definitely didn't feel like because I feel like sometimes collaborations can be like two really separate artists come together mm-hmm. and it just feels like mm-hmm. two separate artists. Feels forced. Yeah, it feels kind of forced, but this one feels very natural. Oh, natural. Yeah. Um, do you like their other music? I mean, do you know? You said yeah. you both know both the artists, so um, yeah, especially Dominic Fike. I'm uh-huh. really huge. Like Three Nights. Have you heard yeah, that that's one? That's his like, hit, right? His, his that's big, his big hit. One. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one's like been in my head like this whole semester. <laughs> it's just like such a good like. He came out of nowhere. I felt party like. song. But yeah, he's killing it. Yeah, he really did. He really did come out of nowhere. It was just like a video with Brockhampton, and then all of a sudden he's just like huge now. Yeah, I don't know. Is that um, how he started? I don't yeah. actually know much about him, but um, yeah, he like kind of I don't know, but like Brockhampton just like kind of picked him up, and then they made a music video for Three Nights with him. Hmm. It's like this one take of him like running down the street singing it. It's really cool. <laughs> it's like a really cool video. Um, and then they have collaborated a bunch. Then he's like been okay. He's like an honorary member, kind of a Brockhampton. I think interesting, but he's not um, really a rapper per se. Yeah, not really a rapper. Okay. Yeah, but there's some guys in Brockhampton that aren't like, true, like rappers. Um, but um, yeah, and then Omar Apollo, I know a little bit less, but yeah, um, I know a few of his songs. Um, I think he's like kind of a self-produced guy, like a like a bedroom pop dude who just yeah. started making music and now it's doing pretty well. Yeah, that's um, kind of a cool cool new way to do music. A it lot is. of people are doing that. A lot of people are doing it <laughs> um, and doing it really well. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, you make music too, so yeah, I mean, you're kind of doing that too. <laughs> I do, I do, yeah. yeah. Um, Preview to the later in the episode, we're going to play one of the yeah. ones that I, I produced, but... Um, yeah, that's going to be exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, should we move to the next one? Let's, let's do it. Let's go right Play along. me a song. Um, okay, so this song is called Risk. Mm-hmm. It is by FKJ and Boss. Okay. Um, are you familiar with any of this? I, I'm semi-familiar with FKJ. Okay. Um, I know he's just like a multi-instrumental dude who is really crazy and insane at everything he plays. Mm-hmm. Um, the other guy's Boss. Mm-hmm. I've boss. Never, I've never heard of Boss. Okay. Boss is a rapper, so this okay. is there's some rap Dope. in this. Um, so yeah, we're, I'm curious if you like. I think you're really gonna like the FKJ bits, but mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll just yeah we'll play it. Right. We'll see what you think. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. 
I never thought it'd be this. I'm jumping out of your arms. I land and fall in a pit. Is this what they call the abyss? I fought and caught for an inch. Turning a miracle mile. I could recall when your lips used to contort in the smiles. Bright as the sun, the strong an eclipse. I haven't seen light in a while. Hasn't been bright in a while. You over the shelf and hide in pedestals over the belt. The straddle the waist on Orion's constellation. Observation of you. Here come the truth. I'm most overdue. Stuck over you. I've gone under. Living proof of God's wonders. Chris, I never thought it'd be this. I'm jumping out of your arms. All right, that was Risk by FKJ and Boss. Yeah, that was sick. Uh, yeah, what'd you think? <laughs> um, it was a super groovy song. Like, yeah. the first part when that uh, little, like, beat comes in, which mm. it sounds like him hitting an acoustic guitar or something, like a really dry uh, sound that really sets, like, the tone for the song. And mm. then when that bass, that beat comes in, yeah. it's, like, super sparse, but it works so well. Yeah, it is, um, yeah. It's very, like, simple. It is. Just, like, it's just, like, wow, I just want this to keep playing. <laughs> it is, yeah. And and Boss, or Bass, I guess, whatever mm. this guy's name is, killed the verses, too. Yeah. Uh, he had a really nice flow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think what FKJ is really good at is because he does a lot of features because he really just does mainly production stuff, mm-hmm. and he, he plays, like, 30 different instruments, so yeah, he's kind of, like... Yeah, he just goes off in every song. Um, 
but I think what he does well is he like can let the featured artists like kind of shine in their own song. So like yeah. a lot of his music sounds really different from each other. Like this totally. is like definitely the like, most rap-heavy song. This could actually just be a, a bass, bass or boss, whatever, boss yeah. song. <laughs> like it doesn't. Yeah. You don't even know this is an FKJ song, really. It's just like, like ba- better production than his normal exactly. music. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's just like, cooler than his normal stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's cool. It's like what FKJ can just really elevate every artist and just like make. Mm-hmm. He like adds a little bit, but he like lets them do their own thing. And I like like we didn't obviously listen to the end of the song, which it might have been a little different, but he didn't go too far with the instrument stuff. Um, as far as FKJ, like he mm-hmm. he. Threw in some nice bass lines there and mm-hmm. some really cool, like, sparse guitar stuff, mm-hmm. but it didn't overpower the song. I thought right. it was, like, the right amount. It was just, amount. like, added elements. Yeah. Exactly. Because um, there's definitely other songs that he does where he just, like... Yeah, like, he, he has could a moment, just you know? play some insane riffs and you you blow your mind, but, like, mm-hmm. in this song, I felt like he held back a little bit, which I really liked. Um, yeah. It was very tasteful, everything he played. Yeah. Especially right? in that post-chorus when it's just, like, risk and then he yeah. has a nice little yeah. airy groove thing going on. Yeah, because I think also, too, it's, like... We're, we're looking like on the lyrics as we're reading this, and it's like yeah. kind of hard to see like what is the chorus and like what is the verse. Yeah, that was interesting. It's, it had a cool format. Is, yeah, it's it's different, and I think I guess I would call the chorus the part where it's like risk, and it just goes over. So that's what I thought. I thought it was, that was the that felt like the chorus to me was when it just said risk, and then it had mm-hmm. the little groove. But when we were looking at the lyrics, it, it looked like that first what I would say the first verse was, that was more of the chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that risk part was more of just a post-chorus where he's jamming out. Yeah. Um, and then he has two like kind of longer verses in the songs. Yeah, it's really interesting um, style. But mm-hmm. like, if you're going to, yeah, that, the whole risk part, I think it's so interesting because that I feel like it's the catchiest part of the song, yeah, and there's not really it. a lot of words to it. It's like the beat that is like shining with yeah, it. Yeah, it's definitely the it's, beat in that section. I mean, it literally says two words, so like... Right. It's just kind of cool. Risk. It's just like, yeah. The, yeah. Um, yeah, I think the formatting of this song is really, really interesting. It was. Um, it was a cool song. Yeah. I, I like FKJ, and I want to listen to a lot more of his stuff. And yeah, and definitely band. should. Yeah. yeah. But this is a very talented guy. He just mm-hmm. makes really cool stuff. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. What's the next Should one? We get to it. Let's get to it. Okay. Um, next one, we are gonna go with uh, "Give Me" by Boy in Space. If you can look okay. that one up. Yeah, I got it right here. Right yep. here. Okay. All queued up. So this guy is one of my favorite artists right now. He is just killing it, and I'm excited for you to hear the song. This this one might be a little outside of your, your comfort zone. So <laughs> right, let's go. I'm we'll ready. see a little more of the pop direction. Uh huh. Um, but that's okay. okay. I think you'll. Yeah, that's okay. We'll make it work. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go. Why are you trying to fight in the shadow? Piercing through the love with an arrow. Yeah. And we could be better than we've ever been. But everything we say gets torn in the shallow
love for desire mm. oh, oh Baby, how you cold but you fire And we don't have to do it like the other ones No, no, no But every time we talk you just run for the wire Poison the blood, I can have it. Snakes in the grass, I can manage. Oh, the red in your eye, I can see it. Taking the bite of the leaving. Your kisses, they can be deceiving. Mm-hmm. Baby, your love is an average. Poison the blood, I can have it. Snakes in the grass, I can manage. Oh, the red in your eye, I can see it. Taking the bite of the leaving. Your kisses, they can be deceiving. Hey, Yeah, that was Give Me by Boy in Space. Space. Yes. Um, Okay, that was one of my favorite songs right now. So (laughs) what is your thoughts? Um, Yeah, really good. Um, Generally not something I normally would listen to. You you did get that right. But Mm -hmm. um, I can definitely respect it, and it is really catchy. Like, that's Mm -hmm. something I feel like if someone played it for me, I would, like, really like it you know it's like, yeah. you know it's like something i don't go out of my way for but definitely um when it comes i'm like oh this is cool and i think the production is so incredible yeah the oh production is what really catches me i mean the actual song itself is also good mm-hmm. i think it's catchy but like the production is what the, the reason why i come back to it again and again yeah i feel like every sound is so well put together and so, like chosen just uh-huh. for this song um yeah. i just think it's super cool yeah, I really like the part too where it switches from like this big heavy bass like pop thing and it goes to like mm. this guitar and it's just very like yeah, like yeah. he like snaps the guitar like it's like it's very like that's, quick yeah that's part really cool it's got because it goes into this huge pre-chorus and then like uh-huh. the the chorus is kind of an anti-drop is what they call it like oh yeah it, it builds a lot of hype and then you expect this big release but it actually goes into this really dry acoustic guitar thing yeah and you're like whoa that's interesting yeah that's and then, like it, and then it comes in again yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like what is happening yeah that um, was like the best part i think that kept it really interesting it kept like bouncing back between these two different things mm-hmm. and like that's i think that would make me want to return to the song more is just because like there's this there's a cool there's thing tension that, yeah. release all over the place yeah and like when you expect it to come in it doesn't and then like mm-hmm. the big chorus kind of hits you yeah it definitely like plays with like your emotions as you go through it in a way like it's yeah it's very it's cool, cool. Uh-huh. um I wanted to read, like, so the, the bridge part, right, is uh-huh. also pretty sick when he goes into that, like, really rhythmic singing thing. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that part? 
Um, yeah, I also really like that. I was saying to you yeah. as we're listening to it, it's like I think reading the lyrics on its own. Because it's like mm-hmm. it's I, I don't know. I've like recently tried to like write lyrics and stuff before, and it's oh, like cool. Yeah. So, but like, <laughs> it's a <the> songwriter <laughs> barely. Um, Let's go. Yeah, but I just think it's it's, it's interesting because I think as we're reading the lyrics along with mm-hmm. it, it's like alone. I don't know if all of this. I wouldn't be able to like find a melody with it, but the way mm-hmm. they use the rhythm is really interesting. Like, and that especially that second to last verse that you're talking about. Like, I just think, yeah, the way the rhythm as he's singing is like just really interesting, and it like makes it, it has like a I don't gives know. it more flow and like yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it just like it's a whole it's new almost section a rap, to but it. It's not really yeah because he still has melody over it. So yeah, it's like, like the li- half I want to read some of the lyrics. It's just so like weird, but it also mm-hmm. makes sense. Go for uh, it. Baby, your love is an average poison and blood. I can't have it. Snakes in the grass. I can manage the red in your eye. I can see it taking a bite and then leaving your kisses. They can be deceiving. So that's like half of it. But yeah, it's I think some of those lines are insane. Like poison and blood. I can't have it. Snakes in the grass. I can manage. It doesn't. It sort yeah. of makes sense, but like, <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't I, really rhyme. But the way he like plays yeah, it, the way he it sings doesn't it, matter. it doesn't matter. It yeah. doesn't matter. Um, and that, that's really that's like a talent right there. I feel like that's really cool. Yeah, um, his writing is really good. It's this is like a really random point, but in his bio on Spotify, okay. um, he says like. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan of him. Dude, I, I have researched him. Um, it says his best songs he write. He always writes in under an hour. Um, and so I'm assuming, because right, you only put out your best songs. So most of the songs that he's released, he's written in under an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought that was unique because, like, you know, some big pop songs, people spend a year like with writing right. it and just going and trying with different people and yeah. doing uh, iterations and iterations of a song. But he's like, once he has like feels a, mo- a feeling and he just writes it and he puts yeah. it out. So I think that's like really cool. Yeah, um, it shows just how talented he is that he can write some of these in under an hour and. There it is. It's a yeah. song. <laughs> That's really cool. That's a real talent. That's just like yeah. a stream of consciousness. Like it, it totally like, is. You just like have. I think that's feeling. why some of these don't exactly make perfect sense, but uh-huh. with what the context of the song, it like it definitely works. In my yeah. opinion, I think a lot of it is like the feeling it provides too. Like mm-hmm. maybe the words don't make a ton of sense, and like there's not a whole it lot is. of hidden meaning. But like, and it should be about the emotion, right? Because like yeah, a good song is, is more about what it makes you feel, mm-hmm. not about like. I don't know. Forces yeah. you to think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, music can do a lot of different things. I think it can also make yeah. you think too, and uh, it's just like uh, there's different goals for a lot of different songs. Definitely. But, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, it's cool because I think he just provided an emotion that was probably similar to what he had when he was writing it. Mm-hmm. The fact that he was able to like share that same emotion and like we might have experienced something similar to that. That's like really cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoy it a lot. Yeah, some cool songs. Very cool. Um, okay, so we'll move to the next one now. I think. All right. Um, so what is this? This is called "Dance with Me." This is by Sir uh-huh. Please. Um, Sir Please. <laughs> this what, is, a, what kind of music is Sir Please um, doing? So it's kind of poppy. So okay. this is. Uh, I think you might like this it. Is a boy band? Um, kinda. So they're actually a USC band. Oh. Um, and they're pretty small, so I actually they uh, you know the Ground Zero coffee shop on yeah, campus. Yeah. So they did a performance there the other week that okay. I went to, uh-huh. and I didn't know any of their music. And they literally have like two songs on Spotify. Yeah, right I now. see that. It's literally um, two songs. Yeah, so they had more they obviously when they played at but. USC right now. Or are they graduates? I wasn't totally sure. They definitely looked older, okay. so they may have already graduated. Cool. Um, but the other two bands that opened for them too, mm-hmm. they were like the last band. So the other ones that opened for them were currently students. Um, gotcha. I'm not sure if they were though, because they did look older. But um, yeah, so no. I'm curious what you're gonna think of this. But I, so it's five I UC grad kids, yeah. sort of. Maybe that, okay, <laughs> yeah. maybe. that's that's we what think. I think. That's what I think. Um, All right, let's do it. Yeah, let's play this one. 
me how how to lay my heart out on the line should i finally mean it this time what is it about you and the way you move you can groove to the beat of my heart maybe cupid's just doing his part Cause I don't Was Dance With Me by Sir Please. Cool. Uh, yeah, Dan, that was a good song. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really upbeat and fun. Mm-hmm. And I, I love this kind of songs. Like, this is, I, I, I listen to a lot of bands that have similar kind of uh, vibe and sound. Mm-hmm. And so I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's just like a fun song. It was like really going to the concert. It was just like, no one, a lot of people like didn't know the music because they're pretty mm-hmm. small. But, um, it was just like everyone had a fun energy, and they had a really good energy, like stage performance too. Like they could just really put on a good show, and yeah. everyone was just dancing. And so there's, it looks like there's five of them on there. Was there yeah. like two vocalists, and then a, like a drummer, bassist, guitarist kind of deal? Uh, yeah, the singer also played. I think it was, it was more one main vocalist. I think there was one backup, but okay, cool. Um, and then the singer also played guitar, so there was like two guitarist but the mm-hmm. second guitarist like the main guy who just did the guitar uh-huh. he it was incredible really he, did, he added solos to every song basically oh, that's awesome and he would just go off um, yeah i love the little instrumental part after the chorus where he kind of just does the like a solo riff kind of mm-hmm. deal that was nice um yeah i really like when bands it's like it's like like it can be like pop music like this in the recording mm-hmm. studio but then when they actually like play it live they're able to like add on to their own oh, song definitely and it and becomes like, more of like a rock concert almost like 
they yeah. might sound a little poppy and more mainstream on on the recorded version, but when they play live, they're like they're they're going to the roots with like the really grungy feel and yeah, it's like um, it, yeah, it's like I don't know. I feel like when bands just play exactly the recording, it's almost mm-hmm. like anyone can really do that in a way. Where it's like true, it's true. like it could be a cover band doing it, yeah. but like when it's like the actual music and they're like expanding on it and they're like doing crazy stuff with it that you wouldn't hear in the recording and they're playing solos and stuff it feels like these are the people who that wrote this song like they understand this more than anybody else yes, and they can definitely. show you that they understand it uh, yeah i actually agree with that i think a lot of artists they'll they'll put so much time into recording and the recording should be exactly what you hear it in your head as far as like um like you're, you're doing a record for a certain purpose and you should like play the instruments exactly how you want them on the record mm-hmm. but you know the song so well that you should be able to do whatever version of it you want um mm-hmm. up on stage live and even like an artist john bellion you probably know about him yeah. a lot of people do yeah. um but in his concerts he literally plays a different version of his song like show to show like he'll, he'll change right. uh, what he's playing and change the arrangements just like because he feels like <laughs> just, it just yeah. you know even different melodies and different parts and he'll just play around with them yeah um and I that to like, me yeah. is like really cool because it means you're getting a unique show each time you see him mm-hmm. um it's not just like the same stuff he's yeah. not playing exactly like the record at all yeah and i feel like it makes the performance more genuine and like hard like earnest like in a way because it's like mm-hmm. this artist they're doing it differently every night, so it's like the, you know yeah. that they're really enjoying it. If you're just like totally. doing the same exact thing every night, I could see you getting bored by the end of the tour. Especially like, it sounds exactly like the record. Yeah, you yeah, get pretty bored. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think it's really cool. I just it shows a lot of talent with artists when they do that. It so does. I think that's also it makes me want to listen to this type of music, like this band, more uh-huh. simply the because fact that I you saw, saw them live, live and yeah. I saw that they have that capability. Yeah. It was like it makes me draw upon memories of like yeah. hearing to that. To be honest, like. That. like I probably wouldn't go back to this band if mm-hmm. I, because I haven't seen them live. Right. I just listened to this recording. Like it was, it was cool. It was fun. But mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know if I would add it to a playlist or anything. Like, right. or you know, it's it's yeah. nice. But I feel like a lot of other band bands sound like them. Uh-huh. Or they're, they 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 got to find something that's unique that will really set them apart in their recordings. Um, yeah. In order if they're gonna like do you know, yeah, do big things. But um. I agree. I think, yeah, I think the the main thing that I like the song so much is because I had that yeah. background. So, like, I'm almost adding it subconsciously in my head of, like, the memory with exactly. it. Um, which is probably why I like it more. But, yeah, I think... And that's so cool about, like, seeing live performances. I mean, it, yeah. it adds to your memory and experience of then listening to a band afterwards. And mm-hmm. it never... It kind of changes how you, how you hear them. Yeah. Because you're correlating these songs with experiences you actually had in real life yeah and that feelings cool. you know yeah but i think this band i think they have like a ton of potential and i think totally. they're all really yeah. talented they are so like yeah i think obviously they're very like they're just starting they just out gotta they find two niche. songs they just gotta find their niche um, i think they can yeah. have a good yeah they're gonna find it um yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's really cool um yeah okay let's move on to the all next right. song what we you got next for me? so next song is going to be narcissist by no rome and this is featuring the 1975, okay. uh, which is a much bigger band than No Rome. But No Rome, mm-hmm. I think, signs a either label deal with 1975, um, and so they kind of helped him out on his records. And 1975 is featured on this one, which is also his biggest song. Um, and No Rome is very, you know, pop kind of experimental alternative stuff. So it's it's a really fun song and okay. I'm excited to to listen to it. Yeah, I'm excited to hear it. Um I know the nineteen seventy five, so Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I know you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, let's go for it.
Narcissist by a No Rome featuring the 1975. Yeah. Nick, what did you think? Um, yeah, that was good. Um, yeah. yeah, I listened to the 1975 a lot, like in high school. Uh-huh. Um, I did used to like them a lot. Um, but that was really good. I think the production. Your pay- I can tell kind of what your music is because it's like the production is always sick. I do, so <laughs> yeah. Side note: When I listen to music, I rarely listen to lyrics. Like that's why I'm reading the lyrics when uh-huh. I'm when I'm listening to these songs because like. I will never remember a single lyric after I listen to songs. I'm just like listening yeah. to each individual instrument and trying to listen to production. So yeah, yeah. I generally kind of am the same way too. I feel yeah. like I focus on instruments more. Cool. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I definitely agree. There's like so many layers to the song. Mm-hmm. Like I would love to see like the actual track of like how they made this. Yeah, There's probably too. like 30 <laughs> different things going on. Yeah, they um, should do a making of video of the song because it would be insane. Yeah, that would um, be really cool. Um, yeah, this is just like really wow. Lots of okay. layers. It really rides on like the vocal thing. Uh-huh. Um, they do. They kind of just edit his uh, No Rome's vocal, and that kind of sits as like the background of the whole song. Mm. And then there's just a ton of different vocal chop layers in there um, that kind of add different like textures and 
um, are some are like hooks and some are just in there as kind of background things. But yeah, yeah, it's a lot of just vocal work and then the beat is really laid back and you just kind of gets gets your head moving. That's what I like about this song. Like, yeah, yeah, that was a really dancey song. We were both just it like is, grooving, yeah, we were blasting this exactly. in the studio. Um, yeah, the, the, the bass yeah. line and the laid back groove is really what what gets you. Yeah, definitely. What do you um, think of like uh, 1975's feature on it, like the, his chorus part? Yeah, I feel like that. Honestly, it was good. I mean, it was just good. I think. I like No Room's part more, honestly, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Um, it's kind of smart strategy on their part to like draw me in through. Like, yeah, 1970. Like probably that a lot of people listen to it because totally. of 1975, and yeah. then they're like, oh, "That's a big reason why it's his biggest song." Yeah, 1975 is on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that was really good. I like No Room's part a lot. Like the one part where it's kind of like more auto tuned in this one verse. Like the first half of it's like mm-hmm. this auto tuned thing. But that was really cool. Um, yeah, yeah, I definitely would be interested in looking at more. It kind of sounded like a radio, songs. you know, that part yeah, in the yeah. second verse. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. It, it gives cool. it some, like, um, sets it apart from the first verse, which is nice. Yeah, it's just, like, creative. Like, he's doing mm-hmm. different things to keep it interesting throughout the whole song. Um, yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> very a catchy. good song. It's very catchy. Um, yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, okay, let's do the next song. Um, I'm just looking at mine. I don't know which one I want to do. Um, okay. Because the, they're a little different vibes, okay. I think. Um, so I think we're going to mix it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a song called Wait um, by mm-hmm. Still Woozy, which okay. you are familiar with, and Billy Lemos and okay. Blake St. David. Oh, three people. There's three people on it. All right. Um, Do you know I heard this recently. Or just... I really only know Still Woozy. Okay. I don't know how I like bumped into it the other day. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's like definitely a, a smaller song. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's like newer. Is this, um, did Still Woozy release it, or is he just featured on it? Um, he is just featured on it. I think gotcha. it's a Billy Limo song, okay, okay. featuring Still Woozy and Blake St. David. Interesting. Um, this yeah. would be an experience. It is. Yeah, it's a little different. Um, <laughs> I'm curious. Still Woozy has some crazy music, so yeah, he's got some crazy production and stuff. So yeah, let's check it out. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Wait a 
light brown, though green, deep blue. Every lover had a different hue, even you with your hazel eyes. Got your hair French braided and your head in the skies. Such a heavenly mind. We should lay in the grass by the lake, under trees with the sun on your face and the birds in the breeze. Girl, I like you a lot. Do you care? Don't you see what the fuck am I saying? This is overwhelming for you, I know, but I really like you a lot. Um, sorry. That was Wait by Billy Lemos, Still Woozy, and Blake St. David. Okay. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> crazy song. <laughs> right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Very unconventional. Yeah. I, I like that. It's mm-hmm. not exactly what you expected at all. Yeah. Um, I really like when songs just like throw all the rules out the window and just kind of That one definitely thing. did. It literally, I can, what I can imagine in this song is just what, whoever these three dudes are. I mean, they're Still Woozy, but I don't know the other guys. Uh-huh. Just like sitting in a room and just making like playing around to their heart's content and just uh-huh. making the craziest sounds they can yeah and then <laughs> putting a verse over it like literally that's yeah. all it is and the first the whole first half of the song is just production basically i mean uh-huh. it has some lyrics in it but the lyrics are not the focal point for sure is right. what i thought like, it's, it's like they what like two lines or something repeated yeah it's a just bunch of times it, yeah, exactly yeah. it's just two lines uh-huh. um like happens four or five times and uh-huh. it's really just about all the different layers and there's mm-hmm. this little like high-pitched screechy thing going mm-hmm. on that came in yeah and i was like it's a little horror movie-ish yeah like, this is interesting yeah i think what's cool is it, the first half of the song it really builds and then mm-hmm. he's just like they're just trying out some different layers it's like exactly. what do you think about this that's totally what that's exactly what i see it's like yeah. oh let's try this why yeah. not i felt like i was like in the studio like like, as they're making it, like, they're just totally. like, all right, like, what are we going to do now? They're just jamming. They're having a good time. And I'm exactly. just, like, a part of it. Um, yeah, it feels yeah. very authentic. And, yeah. 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 Exactly. It's just, like, a really good beat. And then the second half, I love the switch up. Dude, when the, so when the, wait a second, what? <laughs> <laughs> that part is crazy. Yeah, it's that like caught me so off guard. Yeah. And then, like, the beat changes up. I'm not sure if there's a tempo change or not, but the, yeah. the beat totally changes. And then, uh, and then the verse comes in with the lyrics. Mm-hmm. That was so unexpected and, and yeah. original. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I mean the whole song is basically just like production for the first half, and then just one verse. Yep, that's like just one verse, <laughs> and that's a song. Like, you know? <laughs> there it is. Put it out. <laughs> so, for, so for all you writing out Call there, it a song. All, you only need one verse, really. That's exactly, all you, yeah. and it's easy for the rapper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um, it was cool how they did too. I thought where they kept that um, chorus line, the darling, can you ride, let me know. Mm-hmm. They kind of had that in the background during the verse, too, mm-hmm. even after it, it kind of changed up in the song. Yeah. And they had that as a, sort of a backing vocal as he was singing over it. Yeah. It almost felt like like a, what do they call it, a poetry night, where you're just kind of talking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, like yeah. slam poetry. Slam poetry. <laughs> yeah. It felt like slam poetry. It wasn't really a like a rap verse, you know. It yeah. wasn't really singing. Because some of it was talking too. He's like, yeah. I'm sorry. Like he exactly. Like, yeah, it yeah. was almost like slam poetry. They were just kind of talking. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I think what's really cool about this song and like still woozy a lot in general is he doesn't mm-hmm. always have the focus on the vocals. Like for him, I feel like the vocals True. is just like one more layer of like the 30 layers he has in his song. Definitely. And it's like, because I think both of us, I think maybe why we like him a lot is just mm-hmm. like we tend to focus on the production more yeah. of songs. And like, so the fact that this is like not a vocal heavy song, not to say he's like bad at vocals or anything, but just like it's not the mm-hmm. center point. It's just like all of the music combined makes the totally. sound. Um, and I think that's a lot of times that. what separates like pop music and mainstream music from uh, stuff like this mm-hmm. or stuff like Still, Wo- Still Woozy puts out, although mm-hmm. Still Woozy is sort of going mainstream. Yeah. Um, at least he's gotten mainstream attention. Mm-hmm. The the focus in like your top 40s hits, right, is all in the vocal and it's like on the, on the lyrics, right. on crafting a perfect melody and fitting all the lyrics together in, in, in such a um, clean way and making it so satisfying for the listener mm-hmm. and the production should just kind of come around that and add to it whereas a, a creative like still woozy who is just doing all his own stuff mm-hmm. um he's just having fun with all the layers and all the you know crazy sounds you can put in there yeah. and like you said the vocals are just kind of a a second not an afterthought but they're not the main yeah focal it's point a lot of times thing it's, it's just like, one more thing you throw in there yeah um, um, yeah, that's really cool. This mm-hmm. is a different approach to music. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I just like people are being really creative with how you can make songs. Yeah, still. I mean, that's it's cool. like Omar Apollo, too. I mean, the, these guys are just sort of bedroom producers who are catching a lot of attention. Um, mm-hmm. And I love how that's a that can happen now, you know? Yeah. Like with no big label support or all these, like, you know, other industry gateways that they have to go through. They're just in their bedroom doing what they love and then putting out music. And that's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool that people can become like, successful that way mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's very inspiring, I feel like. It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, the industry has changed a ton. And yeah. like, you don't need all this PR marketing dollars now to like yeah. break through. Um, yeah. I mean, you have, to, you have to have a lot of talent, obviously, and these people do. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's cool that like talent can be appreciated because I think that's a part of the entertainment industry a lot is like mm-hmm. there's a lot of talent in the world but not always the talent is recognized and sometimes like the non-talented people have the have the spotlight for a while and definitely um, I feel like that's changing more. The now. music industry is definitely more like democratic now. I mean, with Spotify and stuff, mm-hmm. anyone has such a it's such a low barrier to entry, mm-hmm. which means you're getting a ton of tracks coming out every day um, by random people. And that yeah. definitely doesn't mean all of it's good uh, because there's a lot of people who yeah. just make music for the heck of it and want to put it out. But there's yeah. also people who are really talented that can now um, put out music with, with no barriers and then, you know, get an audience like this. And now still is taken off. So, yeah. And this is kind of a side note, too, but I just mm-hmm. like we're kind of going off on this tangent. But I think Spotify, too, is a big part of that because I think there's. Mm-hmm. They're like the way they use radios and stations now to like, mm. like have similar songs like in like the Discover Weekly and all this Definitely. stuff. Like it is making people discover really small music too. Like yep. the, the algorithms they have are so incredible that like we're now finding music that has like a hundred thousand listens and totally. it becomes bigger totally. because some random algorithm recommended it to me. So like I feel like smaller artists now have some yeah. time to do that. One of the like, like my favorite pastimes is just going down Spotify rabbit holes, right? Yeah, like just finding a new song and then you. Yeah. Do like similar songs to that, and then yeah. you find new artists, and then you keep listening to their stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of endless. You can do that literally just <laughs> for like, you yeah, can. the rest of your life. You can, yeah, it's so sick. Yeah, there's so much music out there. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Um, well, on that note, yeah, let's go to the next song. Should we go to the one I put out, or me and my friend? Oh, absolutely. All That's right, a good segue. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good segue. It is yeah. a good segue. Um, okay, is it on Spotify? It is. Okay, so, so look up Gardena. 
Gardena. Um, so this is me and my buddy. We've been making music uh, since sophomore year of high school. Okay. Um, and uh, which was so lost in my mind is what we're gonna play. This is the most okay. r- most recent track we put out. Perfect. Um, and he's does a lot of the writing and the vocals, and then I just kind of do production on it. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm really excited to hear this. This is here, awesome. Here we go. Let's let's go. his words What do I have to give this world Nineteen and scared as hell How do I show you who I am if I don't know for myself Lost in my mind Looking down on my body What if I died Left the skin behind I have to try and capture my heart in a cage. Lost as it seems. Lost in My Mind by Gardena. Yes, it was. <laughs> that was really good. Oh, my Thank gosh. Thank you. That, like, yeah, if I didn't know any, like, I, yeah, all the songs you showed me, like, you could have just said that was another artist. But, you know, it just, like, blends right in with every other person that you showed, you know? That's like, awesome. Yeah, that is, like, a very professional beat. Yeah. What do you think? 
yeah. of the song. <laughs> it's, it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It's really good. I think, yeah. And like, yeah, it just feels like an actual professional pop song that like actually could be on the radio and big. That's really cool. Dude, that's um, yeah. huge. Thank I really you. liked the uh, the last bit too. Like, mm. when, like there's that whole crazy beat yeah. like in the last It's kind of just an instrumental part where it, yeah, yeah it, it's it, like, it switches beats and switches, you know, switches it up a little bit. Yeah, it was cool. I think it just like it like re-grabbed me back. You yeah. know, like yeah. you know, like I think like the song is just like it's so like I don't, I don't know. It's like it wasn't like needed almost. You know, it's like there's the song and then there's yeah. just like you like, added we that in. Just put ended it, over it the top. with the last chorus. Like we yeah. just gone back to the vocals and called it good. Yeah. Um, but we really wanted to add something that was special and kind of spice it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I just took one of the vocal chops and just started playing around with it and made a fun trap beat and called it called it a bridge instrumental part. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's really cool. Um, yeah, talk about like writing that. Like how, how what was the experience sure. doing that? Yeah, so so Turner uh, wrote this one, um, okay. and he kind of our process is he sort of sends me the track mm-hmm. um, after he writes it, like just a piano demo. And then I'll go um, and on Logic, just mess around with sounds until I find something that, I mean, we talk about what we have vision, like we talk about our vision for the production, where we think it could go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll just uh, play around with some sounds and send them different ideas. Um, and this one's interesting. It's kind of, it's been a long process with this song. It started like at the end of my freshman year of college, actually, um, was when he wrote it. And then I just started production. And then it kind of just sat on the back burner for like a year. Wow. Um, and then this last summer, we kind of, came we came back to it and we're like mm. oh let's finish this this is a cool song yeah and so i kind of i threw out the current i guess you call it a drop or a chorus you know the part the mm. the instrumental part um, right. where it's all big and goes crazy mm-hmm. um and i threw what i had out and just kind of started started over um and ended up coming up coming up with that um you know big like kick plus i don't even know what to call it like a latino it's not latino beat <laughs> but it sort of has that groove to it yeah, yeah um, i feel that with the vocal chop in there yeah. and then we really liked that direction uh, mm-hmm. so we stuck with that and then you just kind of do multiple versions and keep yeah i was gonna say like how many iterations do you think you kind of went through that? Like, <laughs> so this one impossible well, since answer. i started it so long ago no i can't answer it because each because i bounce it out each time bouncing is like exporting a project right right so i know exactly how many and um this one was like 18 or 19 wow yeah that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that includes like all the mixes and stuff. So after production, right, you mm-hmm. finish the production and then you got to mix the song and master it. And max- like mixing is just kind of fitting all the elements together um, sonically. And then mastering is just r- raising up all the levels and making sure nothing is, uh, nothing hurts your ears and all the frequencies are in the right balance. Um, so there's those three different processes. I'll have, you know, add to that list of. Right. You know, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's super interesting. I'm like, hey, okay. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot, lot, lot that goes in behind the scenes to these songs. So yeah, definitely, that's really cool. Did the other two songs? Did you work on those as well, or was mm-hmm. that just okay? Yep, yep. I did produce um, the other two as well. Okay, were um, those like shorter experiences? Like, did you like make those songs a lot faster? Or is the process uh, yes, generally kind of long? I would say that they were shorter. Um, okay. I didn't spend quite as long in them because I didn't redo the production as much. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you kind of you produce something and you just hit it off right away and it's like okay this is this sounds right for this track and other other times it takes longer. Uh, for the fear, the first song we put out, I started the production with Turner and we kind of got pretty far on it, but we realized it needed like some extra you know special sauce so we brought it to one of his <laughs> friends in nashville who was also he's a really talented producer and he kind of finished did some finishing touches on it oh, um cool. and added some extra sounds so like that one was more of a collaborative process but the other two was just kind of just me and turner yeah yeah 
Um, do you think like in the future, like you would do more, like you, would you, would you kind of leave the writing to him and you kind of do the producing after that? Like, do you like the style you kind of have set up? Yeah. Right now? So I like, you know, I like a variety of different ways of writing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with this project, um, it, it works well that way. Cause you know, Turner has a lot of vision for where this project is going. So it's cool that he writes a lot of the songs and then I just get to add to the sonics of it. Um, mm-hmm. and, but for other artists, I love also writing too, um, as a songwriter. So yeah being in a room with an artist and be able to write the song and then also produce it is super fun for me. So either way, honestly. Yeah, that's um, cool. That's, that's cool that there's like many different ways to get to like the yeah. final stage like that. There is, um, there is. Yeah, very cool. Um, what, you, what, what What's the latest thing? Are you allowed to like... I mean, <laughs> you got anything coming? Like, sort of. Uh, we're working on a couple of different tracks right now. Turner's uh-huh. also working with some other different uh, friends of his that are producers. Um, so Ooh. we don't exactly know what the next one out will be. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, yeah, just writing a lot and seeing seeing what's cool. Yeah, hopefully absolutely. we're gonna release more under this under this Gardena name. Yeah, um, this is very cool, and it's like doing like this. That song had ten thousand listens already. That's, yeah, that was cool. I mean, we just released it like a couple weeks ago. Or yeah, a week that's ago really or so. impressive. So it, yeah, that's like you said with the Spotify plays thing. Um, it probably you know got on like some random little playlist and got us an extra streams, which is cool. But yeah, um, we're hoping to promote it more, and hopefully it'll pick yeah. up steam yeah definitely that's really cool it's cool to see how it all starts out you know yeah um, yeah yeah um but yeah the definitely like the producing is really good thanks like, bro. it's really good keep keep that up <laughs> appreciate it yeah i was really blown away by that that was really cool to listen with the whole speakers blasting that too yeah dude it's, it's so fun to just jam <laughs> yeah it's mixed very well thank you um, thank you cool i think we'll end it right then though. all I right think that's perfect we'll end it there yeah um yeah this is really fun man thanks yeah. for having me on. thanks for coming on i think i've been meaning to have you on for a long time to do some music stuff so Cool. I'm glad we got to finally come on. Hopefully, um, I definitely like. I found some new music. So yeah, yeah, I found some good ones too. Some of those will be on my playlist now. Yeah. So we both uh, expanded our horizons a little bit. This yeah, time. a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I really like that. Cool. Um, thanks for coming on. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, this has been another episode of So What You Think. Um, we're actually going to have a couple this week. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, until next time. Um, peace. Bye, everyone. <laughs>